pulled over for? Missed my turn to get on the expressway. Okay. So what do you do when you miss a turn, Harlan? You turn. This fucking guy goes to the car, gets me a ticket, gives me a ticket. Yeah. For a U-shape? For a U-shape. You should have said to him, you said, I didn't make a U-turn, officer. I did a rainbow turn. Because rainbow turns, they're... Gay. Racist. Racist and gay. But right, because they're pretty much the same shape. I would say so. He goes, sir, you just made a U-turn. He goes, no, no, no. I just made a rainbow turn, sir. Officer. Why would you say it like that, though? Because rainbows are gay. Rainbows are gay. But yous aren't. Yous are not gay. Yous are straight. Yeah, and and if they say that, oh, you can't do a rainbow turn, you could actually have a case in court and say you guys are gay bashers. Gay basher, yeah. Right. That makes sense. You're riding down the Harland Highway. I'm going to uh, pop a Frosty. That's cool. Is that his official sponsor? What? Waterloo. What, Waterloo? Mineral water? Could be. No, no, they're not a sponsor. They could be. They're not, though. They could be. They're really not. Delicious water from the center of the earth. Sparkling grape. Waterloo. Definitely not a sponsor. They could be. Yeti. Right. Um, I'm going to hit the theme music. Mm. I want to hear this. Oh, do you want to hear it? Okay. Tell me when you're set. It's oh, really set, fun. Dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. Here we go. Oh, right? Ooh. Right? I like that. Here we are wild. Ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Well, now that's right. We're on the Holland Highway podcast. And... Uh, what a treat, bro. This is a treat. More of a toll road, really. Is it a toll? Would you pay a toll to be I on would, the Harlan Highway? To get to here, I would. How much would you pay, though? Like, what's a good, what's what's the, what would you pay to get on this this highway we call Harlan? Each way, 275 Like 275 no, or man, 275 Like the, you know, standard toll fee. Or less than a, what a cheeseburger costs at a fast food place. That's precisely my point, my friend. Okay. Okay, maybe not the best compliment I've ever received, but but it's, it's a nice delicious. Highway, but it, it makes yeah. you want to come more if it's yeah. a little less. Okay, now I'm phasing these down, so if you want to take the cans off, you can. It's yeah, up you to can. You. You're a little. You're. A, it's a little loud in here. Is it loud? Am oh, I too loud? Oh, this is much better. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the theme music's completely off now. Nice tone. Right. Uh, folks, who do we have here today? Why am I asking you? You don't know, but I do. Amir K is here. Thank you for having me. How long will y'all? Oh, dude, it's so good to have you here. And the first thing I wanted to pop and drop with is your name has always been sort of a mystery to me. Okay. Because it's Amir and then K. That's it. Yep. And we're in Hollywood, and you've done something that no other entertainer has done. And I don't know if it's presumptuous or if it's genius or if artsy-fartsy, but you just, you know, we got Michael J. Fox. We got Samuel L. Jackson. We got William H. Macy. But you just dropped a last name. You just went Amir K. Fuck a last name. Fuck it. Why? Why wait? You know? Less right. intro. I like it's got a ring to it, Amir K. Amir K. That's it, you know? And it, I, it was just from the beginning days of open micing, really. 
It was? Yeah, people would like butcher my last name. And, and Oh, so you actually have a last name. I do, yeah, Harlan. This is a little known fact about me. A lot, a lot of people don't know it. Oh, don't tell me I'm yet. not going to tell you. I and, wanted, and I'm actually not going to tell your guests what it is. You won't say it the whole I mean, podcast? Your host, your, no, I won't. You won't? Okay. Because I was going to say save it till later, like cock tease my audience. That's actually the last name. It's cock tease with a K. Are you serial? Amir Cocktease. That's Amir. why I had it. Oh, dude. It is. I guessed it on the first. <laughs> Fuck. You're good. Wow. He's good. He's wow. really good. He's really good. Well, here's the thing, because whenever I hear your name, mm-hmm. like, it takes me out of it being a name, and it reminds me of other things. Like, like there's a whole list of things that your name reminds me of, right? Shoot. Like, Amir K., Sometimes I think it sounds like a convenience store. Like a special K? No. Circle like, K. Like, no, it's sort of like, yeah, we're out of butter. Someone run over to the Amir K and pick up some butter. <laughs> I've never heard this. You know what I mean? No, I haven't heard this. In See, this is why years. you need to hear this. And oh. then and then I also think it could also be a weapon, like a machine gun. Right. Like, uh, get the Amir K. There's someone out in the backyard. Like, fucking load the Amir K up. Let's rock and roll. These are the things you're thinking of when you see me on when the lineup? When I see you. Yeah, I think of this. I've never thought of this. I never thought of it. And I never thought that you would think of me in that way. I know. It's weird. It just comes to me. And then I also think you could also be like kind of a therapy slash seminar. Amir K. It's like, try the Amir K method. Are you troubled in your life? Are you anxious? I like this. Come for the Amir K seminar at the I love this. Grand Hyatt Ballroom. If you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you see yourself as anything less than a soldier, you are not equipped for the struggles of life. Did I just get a mere cade? I believe so. For free? You can also, yeah, you can. Oh, wow. I feel like that's the seminar, huh? Yeah, dude, that's exact. See, but if you can, dude, I love the. You know what I love is yeah. those, those those like guys that go on these like podcasts like yeah. this, and they put some music behind it. Yeah, can we do that? Yeah, some Amir K. Um, like yeah. some Amir K. Um, s- session music. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. And we could just do like rants, and the shit doesn't even make sense, but it does. Yeah, if you look at yourself, and you see yourself as a chief or captain of some sort. That's fine. But this is a huge but. I'm talking Kim Kardashian mixed with Iggy Azalea. But huge if but. you see yourself as a king, emperor of swords, you cannot be bestowed with the gifts of enlightenment. <sighs> Thank you, Amir K. Because the oh. ego yes. coming from ergo, mean the, the loin of the god... Okay, it's preventing it was... you from realizing your self worth, which is not enabling you to get the bestowment of eternal bliss. For example, Ouch. Roland, may I call you Roland? Yes. Like if I call you Roland, we yes. can agree it's the same as Harland. Yeah, but yeah. the words jumbled around a little bit. Yeah. Right? But if you get upset with me, since I call you Roland yeah. and not your given name which is Harland, yeah. you can understand that you are not able to accept the fact that you are less powerful than me. 
That makes sense. It's really quite simple, actually. Yes, Amir K. This is a good method, bro. I, I think have, this is a good method. I'm glad I signed up for your lecture series. Would you come back? I don't know if I can afford it. Two seventy-five, motherfucker. <laughs> that's that's what you paid to get on the Harlem that's Highway. That's right, baby. The Harlem Expressway. Back to commercial. Oh, speaking of commercial, that's another thing. The Amir K. It's like an infomercial, like the new amazing Amir K takes drywall studs out, chops vegetables, and will seal a hole in your roof. It's like kind of like a wonder right, right, thing, right. the it's Amir like K. A wonder tool. And there's more. Yeah. The more is uh, shave your dog. And take your cats for walks. The Amir K. The Amir K. The, the wonder tool. So these are just some of the things this that go through my head. I love that. But it, it's, it's just a fascinating name, and every time I see it, I have all these associations with it. That's pretty cool. Have you ever, has it been a tough name to carry around? Has it been a burden, or is it a, is it a bag of fun? It's a bag of fun for me, really, yeah. because, uh, um, you know, in the beginning, like, the reason I did choose Amir K. <laughs> How can you get serious here, man? Um, but uh, so, dude, tell me about, uh, I know you have a dog. We got to talk do. about dogs. I know you love your dog. I love my dog. Let's get into it. Dude, what kind is it? He's a wiener dog, Dachshund. Oh. He's the best, man. I've had he him is. for 17 years. Wait. Like the longest I've ever had a dog, Doogie. And he's the best. And I, I mean, I have like material about him. People love. But does, at 17, is he, is he an invalid? He, you know what's funny is like he's had two back surgeries, like pretty serious ones. Oh, so he's a wiener dog that can't get erect. Yeah, <sighs> he can't. He's got problems. You know, he's got erectile dysfunction. Wow. I guess you'd say. And um, his so back legs are super weak, which is get real sad. You know, because you see him, he's a lot slower than he used to be. But sometimes he still acts like a puppy. Well, the good like thing about still... wiener dogs when their legs go, you can just roll them. Yeah, they get those little wheelchairs. Well, no, they're just they're shaped like a wiener, so you can just roll them down the street. <laughs> Jesus, you Christ. don't have to walk. Them. Jesus Christ! When you're shaped like a tube, you just hey, taking a wingnut out for a roll. That's right. You could do that. They're very little legs. What's wrong with his legs? Now I'm just, sad. I'm over sort the of sad over, inside. Over the years, you know, when dogs get they're like elderly, they're, they're they kind of their muscles and their back legs kind of tend to give out a little bit, and so. I mean, he just gets tired really easily, you know. Like if we go on a walk, he can't go very far. But if our wiener dogs, I don't kind of ever associate with being overly active, like oh, not he used the, to be. not jumpers or sprinters. He used to be a sprinter. I'm not bullshitting. He used to win when I, when he was a puppy, like nine months old. He won. There's a wiener dog races in Huntington Beach where I used to live. Okay. They had this place. It was like Oktoberfest. It was like this old like. Germany village type of thing and they perfect would do, they would do wiener dog races and yeah. he was like a champion he was he used to run with me I had a beach cruiser like a little bike yeah and then I had a basket for him that I put him in and ride him down to the beach but he hated being in the basket he just always wanted to be running alongside me like running wow and I'm going full speed and he's just like this little little midget guy yeah and he's just bombing next to me and people would be like get put him in the basket that's so that's so mean but he just loved it and he was jacked but in a way, didn't that sort of contribute to wearing down his joints and no, his legs? Well, he kind of, that was way before he had the first surgery. So then that was when I lived like near the beach and we'd go and do that all the time. And then, yeah. then I'd just take him to the dog park after we moved up to LA. And he would just go to the dog park and play around and stuff. So Wait, how many it. surgeries has he had? He had two. 
too. Oh. And like the doctor, because they have this condition sometimes, their backs are so long. He had a degenerative disc disease. Oh, my God. Yeah, so they did one, and the doctor, it was so expensive. How much? Um, 7200 bucks for each one. It's like fourteen grand for both. Wow. And how much did he cost? He cost, I don't know, I think like it's maybe 1500 bucks. Back in the maybe day. Maybe not the best yeah. wiener investment I've ever heard. Not a good wiener investment yeah. at all. Yeah. No, but uh, I, have, I, have, I still have this joke. I go, uh, I just had to get my dog a $7,200 surgery. What the? Fake tits ain't cheap, <laughs> you know? And that's a quick little one that I would do, you know? <laughs> just a quick little just treat? Just a quick little, little one, yeah. Just a I quick still little slide one. it in there. People know this one. Yeah. <laughs> thought it was quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a quick little one. Yeah. Just almost like a bonus treat, just almost. a little one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes on. I had bits about his back surgery. I had bits about Wait, him. I want to hear about his I can't. I mean, you got to look at the bits. It's weird to do it on the podcast. You know how that goes. <laughs> well, no, I don't. Like, Come what on, if we did it as a, uh, like, it was a conversation? A whole conversation about it? Like, instead of doing it as a bit, like. Okay. I mean, what? what <laughs> I mean, can we try it? Well, I'm interested. Me into it. Well, your, your your dog got tits. You're the host. Oh no, it's not about that. Then I then I talk about what what really happened. What happened to the guy? So he yeah, well, he had a disc, a slip disc in his neck. Oh no. Yeah, so we put him down. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't. Wait, <laughs> he had a slip disc, and you put him down. Yeah. By the way, and I haven't had a dog for about ten years, but I tell people I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. So you don't have a dog. Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> oh, God. That That's up? really... It's really morbid, up. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, so all these people think I still have a dog. Did you... Did but you, I don't. No, I do. I do. I do. He's, he's oh, he's still, he's he's still yeah. there. He's only six. <laughs> he's only <laughs> six? What? He's not 17? He is. <laughs> okay. You have a confusing dog. Super confusing. It's like a Rubik's dog. It's like as confusing as being on the Harlan Express. <laughs> I know, I know. The Harlan Expressway. But wait, do you, does he know tricks? Because I'm sorry I'm asking. I love dogs. This I do why, too. Have you ha- do you have a dog? I've had dogs, yeah. Okay. I've had three or four dogs over my life. So, But does your guy do, do some tricks? He does. He does. What? Like he, he would do this thing where if he's on the couch, I'll go dig, 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 dig. And he'll, like, he'll do this on the couch. Yeah. And then he'll, he'll shake hands. He'll wave. Whoa. Pretty cool. I can show you videos. He does the wave? He does the wave. But he doesn't do, I, you know how, I don't know if you've seen the wiener dogs that like get up on their back, hind legs. Yeah. That's not good for their backs. Yeah, your dog can't do that. Can't do that. No, he's an invalid. He doesn't even have a, God, no. I taught my dog this this stupid trick. Um, have you ever taught that dog play dead? Yeah. I haven't, it, I haven't taught Doogie, but no, I've seen that. It's that the trick. dumbest trick because, you know, when you think about it, the only time in life that you ever play dead is if a grizzly bear's coming, right? Right. Like, that's all you ever hear. Oh, there's a grizzly bear. Play dead. Yeah. So here I am in Los Angeles. I don't think there's any grizz in, in, in Hollywood. No. And so here I am wasting my time teaching this dog to play dead for what? It's no use. You know? Yeah. 
And why do I need to teach it how to play dead? I live in LA. I could take it out for a walk and it could get hit with a drive-by on any given day. And it's real dead. Yeah. And be dead for oh, real. I get it. Harlan, I mean, that's a conundrum we've all dealt with I right? think, living in LA. People don't get that. Hey, everybody. Check out my merchandise at harbling.com. Yeah, most people just slap some letters or images on a t-shirt or a hoodie. But not me. Yours truly. Guess what? I draw my own designs at hardbling.com. You can see tons of my hand-drawn t-shirts. You can either buy the original or you can buy a print. And uh, man, oh man, wear them loud and proud. Um, I love making these designs for you guys and uh, keeping it personal. So check out the whole uh, catalog. We got hoodies, we got coffee mugs, we got uh, t-shirts, you name it. It's there at harbling.com. Get your uh, Harland original design, wearable art at harbling.com today. And uh, thank you for your support. And I'll just keep the, uh, the groovy images coming. Yeah. And before we got on the podcast, guys, if you're listening to yeah. this, uh, Harlan had an ant farm outside, which is oh, only a thing yeah. you could find at a Harlan Williams studio. Yeah. Is an ant farm. And he yeah. kind of told me how. It's a weird, it's such a weird, morbid toy because it's, well, is it a toy? I don't know if it's a toy, more so of a little prison for yeah, ants. It, it's like you 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 order it and they send you this ant farm and then they send you a little tube of ants and it's uh and the ants come with the 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 toy so you don't go and collect ants right. that you find naturally in in prison right. them. They, these are bred to become ant farm, farm ants captives. yeah they they send them in the mail whoever gets ants in the mail i Fortier. do you believe it can you imagine my delight when i Go to my mailbox and there's a little package of live ants. Yeah. Most people are trying to get ants out of their house and I'm, I have them coming, coming in. Coming in and just shoving them up your ass. Well, I don't remember that part, but it was a, a little way. itchy one night. It's a good way to get them in. <laughs> God. God. Hey, Harley, can we talk about fishing a little bit? Oh, hell yeah, bro. Because I know. Dude, we can talk, by the way, we can talk about anything you want. And just don't think I didn't hear you say conundrum a few minutes ago. And I know that's your last name, probably. <laughs> I know you're dropping hints. I am. By the end of it, I'll have said my last name and you have to guess. I which. want you to do that throughout the okay. Somehow, like, slip it in somewhere and I'll see if I can pick it. But conundrum's the front runner. But okay. fishing, come on, talk fishing. to me, guy. Yeah. Talk to me gently. Talk to me sweetly. So we were both in Florida oh. recently, this last week. Yeah. And I, I, went, I was in uh, Naples, and I, I, you were in Tallahassee? I was actually in the city just south of Naples, in uh, Harry. Oh, okay. So yeah. you were in Harry. Yeah, but anyway, I was like, Harry, I, saw you post some <laughs> I saw you post some videos of some redfish. Oh, yeah, dog. And I've never caught one. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, you- luck suck. This is dope. Like, you're fishing. Yeah. And I figured you were around the area I was at because that fish is uh, native to that area. Yeah. So I was like, is he in Louisiana? Where the hell is he? Is yeah, he I was down Florida way. That's so cool. But then I was like, okay. And then I went and I hadn't fished in those waters ever before. Yeah. And I, I what I've been starting to do since I fish so much is I like yeah. get on a charter and connect with somebody that fishes. Yeah, yeah. And they took me out for snook. Oh, yeah. Snook's a big Florida fish. Yeah, and that That's was a go-to. Fun. 
Do you eat them or do you catch no. and release? That was a catch and release type of situation. Yeah. But they did have like mangrove snapper that we caught, but you know, I wasn't going to keep anything good. Yeah. Just, uh, on the road there, so I couldn't process it and all that. Stuff. What is it about the fishing that that you like, though? What is, what is the rush? What is what is the fascination? What is the thrill? The well, I like being by myself out there. You know, I, I've okay. got a little tiny boat, like a little bathtub, little Boston whaler, sixteen footer. Really? Yeah, and I just go out and go to Catalina Island with it. I keep it down here in like San Pedro. Oh, a 16-footer, and you, you feel safe going out to Catalina? Yeah. Yeah. Is that I'm, a little I'm, intimidating? You're out in the open be. water? I've been caught in some weather sometimes, but it's very seaworthy. The boats, Boston weather, is that? very seaworthy. But yeah. it's a very small boat. But uh, if I pick my days when the swell is low and the wind isn't up, yeah. then it's very calm. It's like a lake, and I just fly there and then fish for the day and come back before, like, afternoon winds pick up yeah and i'll be okay we gotta go man i gotta take you i'd love to go safe but we'll go on a bigger boat we'll go on a friend's boat okay yeah is it is it a therapeutic experience for you to fish or is it connecting with nature or is it to get away or do you really zero in on conquering man versus the fish I think all of, all of the stuff you said. I like okay. To be, it's like, you know, after being on the road and the hecticness of traveling yeah. and all that shit, then when you get home, I just jump on the boat and go out and fish. And there's something about being out there with just the water and everything. Yeah. You know, and it's just like you're by yourself and you see how vast, like, the whole, I mean, it's you're so fucking little. Yeah. You know, in this, like, you're on the edge of a map and you're just like, you can see water f- till the fucking horizon yeah it's, like, it's so crazy the feeling i was gonna mention the water because the water it's it's humbling there's an energy to the water especially when you're on the ocean right it's it, it there's that salty air somehow it feels different when you're breathing it it feels different on your skin there's a there's a connectivity the ocean almost sort of feels like the pulse or the heartbeat of right. the planet to me and yeah. so when you're when you're around it, you're really like connecting with Mother Nature in a I big way. I feel the way. same way. I feel yeah. the same way, and I have to be around that. Like you know, when people yeah. want to move to like fucking Austin or someplace, I'm like, yeah. I gotta be around like a coast. Really? Yeah, yeah I just have this connection to it. I don't know. I that's guess. beautiful. Yeah. Like, um, I just like being around the water, knowing that it's around. You know, even like living here. Yeah. Like you go up to the mountain, or even here, you could see like you know. Yeah. The ocean, and you're like, okay, yeah. there's some like I don't know. Yeah. There's something no. to me. I love it too, and I, I love um I love the moment where you're sort of um, you know, playing cat and mouse with the fish, and it's such a like tact like you know learning all these techniques and the yeah. knots and like, you know what the fish do and like thinking like a fish and it's like that 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 chase is so fucking cool to me, and it's like you know targeting a specific specific species yeah. or whatever and figuring it out and then also like processing it and cooking it at home. Do like, you cook? Do you oh, cook yeah, the yeah. fish? Oh, yeah. Are you good? I'm pretty good at it, yeah. I'm, I smoke it. I do all sorts of different styles. Cereal? I make ceviche. I make all sorts of different things. Sashimi. Oh, it's so God. good, man. We got to go, and we'll do, it like, a little catch and cook. How big are your rolling papers? They're pretty big. Wow. Yeah. Hard to smoke a fish, huh? Well, I was going to say, but... It doesn't stay lit. It don't... Oh, God, yeah. Spark it out. Oh, spark that trout up, bro. You know what's great? You, you don't really have to roll them as a flounder. You, just, right. you don't even need papers. You just roll the fish right up because it's flat like paper. That's true. So you just smoke it raw. Sparkanja. <sighs> um, so you've never caught a redfish? I've never caught a redfish. They're and they're f- delicious, too. They're, they're delicious, so good, yeah. and they're feisty. They fight like they're really good. you got to get into a redfish. 
Yeah, so where the area that you were fishing, would they just come around in schools, or do you have to, like... Sometimes they school, and sometimes they're just solo, but they're kind of shallow water fish. They sort of like the, the grasses. They like grassy areas and marshy areas. So do you sight fish? with? Can you see them, and you throw, like, uh, a bait to them? Sometimes you can see them, but I don't I don't like to see the fish. I like yeah. to guess where they are, you and know? do you use lures, or are you using live bait, or what do you... I use mostly lures for that, like silver spinners and stuff like oh, that. Nice. Yeah, they love that, but sometimes I'll use some cut bait cool um have you ever gone fly fishing i'm going to colorado this weekend and i'm uh jay larson you know jay the cartoonist (laughs) the comedian he hooked me up (laughs) jay larson shout out to jay hooked me up with the fly fisherman like a guy that does guided trips and oh you've never done it i've never done it no oh dude it's a whole new level is it have you do you say you oh yeah i fly fished it's a whole it's a whole new level. Do you of have it down, or is it? Yeah, it's it's not like that. It's it's like this. It's a really weird whipping action. All the years of and it, yeah of fishing yeah. and it it's just it's so it's so different. It it's sort of like um, regular fishing is sort of like uh, like a minivan, and fly fishing is sort of like uh, like a Rolls Royce. There's a there's a real finesse to it. It's sort of like more the artsy. And what's really great about fly fishing is you're connecting with nature. Normally, you're in a boat or you're on the shore. But with fly fishing, you're standing in your rubber waders in the fish's element. Right. So you can feel that water we were just talking about. You can feel it rushing around your legs, and you're in it with them. So right. there's a real energy and shh. It, it's it's beautiful. Now that motion when they keep going back and forth is yeah. that to dry the fly before you throw it on top of the water so it sits there. No, what's no. that? What's that? What's the repeated? so so the repeated motion is unlike a normal fishing rod. You've got your 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 line encased and spooled in the casing, so right. you're just whipping it out. With a fly line, you've got 20, 25, 30 feet of line just laying on the ground. Right, and so you've got to literally learn how to whip twenty five feet of line. Oh, that's back and forth in it. the sky. That's to keep on extending and extending it to get to the spot that you want. You've got to keep it. You've got to keep it airborne until you see a spot you like, and then you release, and it flies, and the fly lands on it, and and then the fly dances on the current. It looks like a real fly, right? And, and then they just hit it from the, the bottom. fish so come cool. up. Usually, you know, the nice trout comes up, and you, you get to see them hit it. And you're only usually in about like four or five feet of water, that's and it's so just. Cool. It's amazing. And then you reel it up and you're in their element. So let me ask you this. So when, you, when you're doing that and you yeah. get the 25, 30 feet of, mm-hmm. of line and then it hits the water. Now, that fish isn't going to like pull drag like an ocean, you know, like you're out in the ocean and it's like taking like 100 yards of line or something. Right. You're just, you're just playing with that 25 feet and you kind of reel it in. No, no, you're still on a reel. Mm-hmm. You're still on a reel. So it, it, can, it, can, take, it can take out line too. Okay. It, it's, a, it's a thicker kind of weird... Um, um, density to the the line but you're still on a reel i got you but you've got that initial 25 30 feet that you're sort of using as a whip i see i see and what's really fun about it you become a marksman like you're on a river and you see a log and there's a lily pad near the log and you go i want to drop my fly right in front of that lily pad and you get to the point where you're like you just you become a marksman. That's so cool. And yeah, like so that fun. structure you want to hit perfectly. Like you hit it perfect. Where the fish are. It's so perfect. And you can't believe the life that the flies have. Like once they hit the current, you, you'd think they just float down the river. Right. 
but somehow the buoyancy of the fly and they spray and dip stuff on it to give it extra float. Yeah. And what you don't realize is when you get in those eddies, when you get in those currents, those pockets, they don't just drift. So when the fly lands on it, the fly just starts going like that and it starts skating to give all over. And then that's the reaction that, that causes that's the water causes that right, right, it's just right. the buoyancy of the fly and you're not working it it just starts moving in the water and the fish just go boom and, and you, you see can them see come. your fly just sitting there moving you can around. see it okay you can Dude, see it i'm looking so forward to oh it. you it's a whole new level of of fishing you'll, Dude, if you'll you're love into, it you got to do this pod there's a podcast called cast and crank okay crank yeah cast and crank amir it's your last name Casting crank. Also, a kitchen like a infomercial. It's the new casting crank. The new cast. There's a podcast called Casting Crank that my buddy Nick does. You got to do it. Is it all about fishing? It's a fishing one. Yeah. You talk about. You talk like this. Mm-hmm. You talk like this to the guys. They'll go in nuts. That world, they'll go nuts. Oh, I got so many fishing stories that make your pubic hair go Give straight. Give me your craziest fishing story. The craziest catch, the craziest thing that happened. Hey everybody, before we go any further, I want to tell you about HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? You get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Do you even have a doorstep? Skip trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Now listen, fall is right around the corner and HelloFresh is here to help you plan for the busy season ahead with tasty dishes delivered to your door. Simply choose your recipes and pick your delivery date, then lay back and enjoy the last days of summer knowing dinner is covered. Parents, have enough back-to-back school shopping and planning to do? Well, let HelloFresh Get the groceries and save you some cash with pre-portioned meals delivered right to your door. You know what? I got some of this stuff sent to me and it's unbelievable. Like I opened up the, the cases and fresh mushrooms, fresh beans, fresh meat, everything packaged neatly and easily accessible. I mean, it, it was it was so bizarre. It's, it's like I, I looked at the stuff and went, ah, it's like I went and did this. And it just all looked really good and fresh and clean. So uh, you can't go wrong with this stuff, man. It it's, uh, really uh, saves you time and energy. And uh, yeah. So listen, go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 Harland and use code 50 Harland for 50% off plus free shipping. Okay? HelloFresh.com slash 50 Harland and use code 50 Harlan for 50% off plus free shipping. So there you go. Get over there to HelloFresh and uh, get those fresh, sweet groceries coming right to your door so you can make those sweet, yummy meals. HelloFresh.com. My crazy fish story is I went fishing for a sailfish in Cabo and uh hooked into this giant fish and it was uh there was like a hurricane coming off the coast right and so we were rolling in waves and it took me like uh probably less uh, probably about 45 minutes to reel it in oh wow so it was a big one it was big it was 160 pounds okay 
nine feet long. Wow. And uh, we were, we, everyone else had gone in because the hurricane came. So here's what but happened. you were like hooked in and you were fighting this thing while the storm's rolling in? Well, here's what happened. We were, we were out in the thing and the waves were getting bigger and bigger. And the captain says to me, he goes, he goes uh, Mr. Williams, we have to go in. The hurricane's getting too close. Yeah. And I said, let's go in. And as soon as I said the word in, it just hit. So now we're out there. And I'd never hooked into a fish that big. Right. So my arm went numb after about like 20 minutes. Like I'd never fought it in my arm. And I literally had to get the captain to come down. Right. And he had to reel for like 10, 12 minutes. And then when my arm came back, I jumped in and finished it. It, So that was wild. That was insane. What about you? What's your craziest... Fishing story. Like, dude, I caught it like a, I went to SBI. This is a crazy story. This is a guy that I fished with. He's like insane. This guy, yeah. Korea. And, um, you know, he's a Persian guy. And there's no Persian guys that fish. There's none, you know, like. Yeah, how come? Like, I mean, there's a few. Like, they hit me up actually on Instagram when I post something. They're like, oh, my God, you fish too. Because like, you're from the desert? Like, I guess, Persian people are from the desert? I would imagine. You know, you're an immigrant. You know you know how it is. I'm Persian. Yeah, you're Persian. You know what, what goes down. Just a couple immigrants. Couple of Persian guys talking about fishing. Came here for a better life. Came here for a wife. And a life. Some rice. Some spice. Spice? That's nice. I like flies. I like lice. I've eaten shash. We lost it, guy. We, we were in the zone, and then I think we lost I, it. I just was no yeah. rhyme in the right. Ri- There's no word. rhyming left uh-huh. in our life. Life. So tell me about your nutty no, so, fishing story, guy. So, dude, so the so I get I get mm-hmm. to this guy's boat. We meet on the water. There's a crazy dorado. The dorado are actually coming around. Mahi mahi. Yeah, yeah. They're mahi, starting mahi. to come around now, and it's getting crazy. Like they're starting to hit the patties off of yeah San Diego and stuff. But they're coming up north, and when they get here, it's that fishing. We got to go do that. I've always wanted to catch the mahi. My God. Just so people know, it's also called a dolphin. Dolphin dorado mahi mahi. Yeah. Why do they have so many names? I don't know, man. There's like. 10 different names depending on where you're at in the world. Where like a bass is just a bass. A trout is just a trout. Why does, why does the mahi-mahi get like 30 different names? I don't know, but it's it, it's called something different everywhere you go. And they're animals. really weird-looking fish because they're yeah. really thin, but they're beautiful, like turquoise and yellow yeah. and, and they blue. they change colors. When you catch them, you pull yeah. them out, they change colors. And they're just so fun to catch because they'll do the acrobatics and jump out of the water and stuff, and they're so fun. And last year was the best season we've had here. I don't, I don't know because I haven't fished that long, but... They said in like the last like twenty years, it's like the best it's ever been. Whoa! And so they're coming around now. But um, the point was, wh- I met this guy, this Persian guy. It was like crazy. And when it gets like crazy off our coast here, yeah. Every boat that everyone that has a boat that fishes is out on the water. So it's like they a parking lot. Yeah. So we're out. That's there. no fun. I don't like. It's not that. fun. That's why I go during the week. Like if we yeah. go, we'll go during the week. Yeah. It's the weekend. It's all the weekend. Warriors are out. You know. Yeah. has got a boat, and like half the people don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Anyway, I go out there, and, and it's like this crazy Dorado bite. And then I see this guy in this fucking little ass, like, he's got like a 16-foot little, um, you know, it's called a sea dory, whatever. It's like a little, it looks like a dinghy amongst yeah. all these big boats. And this guy comes out like total, like, pirate-looking motherfucker, you know, just like going across everybody's lines, yeah. you know, and just like oh, he comes out, he's like jerk. shirtless, he's like fucking, it looks like he's been in the sun for like 5,000 days, you know, just like black. Oh, uh, looks like a... Like, Drunk Kurt Russell yeah, type yeah, of guy. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. the fucking one, one-eyed Overboard. Yeah. Overboard, that's yeah. the movie, yeah. 
and he comes out and he's like, and I see the guy and I've seen him on Instagram and I go, hey, Puria. He goes, hey, what's up? I go, yeah, I'm Amir. He goes, oh, yeah. And so we meet each other on the water and yeah. he's just crossed everybody's lines. People are fucking yelling at him, cursing at him, whatever. And I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy's a lunatic. Like, he's fucking crazy. Nutty fisher. Yeah, anyway, we just get to talking and then... I uh, I invite him to a show. I go, why don't you come to a show? You know, you know, whatever. Yeah. Comes, show, comes to the improv. This fucking guy. I don't know if you know Craig Conant. He's a comic. Sure. But anyway, he looks kind of like me. This fucking guy comes to the comedy club. Yeah. And he's talking to Craig Conant for like 45 minutes thinking it's me. What and he's like, we got to go fishing. What a nutty fisherman. Yeah, exactly. And the guy's like, and Craig's like, yeah, man, I like fishing. And he doesn't know why this fucking weird guy's talking to him. Anyways, I come up and I go, Puri, what's up, man? He's like, oh, shit. Oh, I thought this was you. Whatever. He's fucking, you know, not all there. Yeah. Anyway, he goes, let's go fishing. We'll go to SBI, which is uh, Santa Barbara Island. Okay. Catalina is 25 miles away. Yeah. SBI is fucking 60 miles off our coast. Whoa. And he wants to go in his little boat. And I don't know. I think this guy's like a seaworthy captain. He's looked at, you know, oh, he's, he's been just doing it for nut. years. And he goes, let's go, dude. I get there and it's his little fucking 16-foot boat. No. We're going 60 miles off the in, the in night. Harlan, we're no. going in the middle of the fucking night. And That's, I don't know because I think, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. He thought he was a seasoned, like, sailor. Bro, we get, on, we get out there, and we're going, and I'm just not thinking anything. And it's like no radar. This is a fucking, like, sin to go out in the middle yeah. of the night with no radar. Stupid. In, in, yeah, it's very stupid. And I don't know this until, like, I, I'm starting to go, this guy fucking doesn't really fucking, he's a, he's a wild man. Like, he's Yikes. just going. So we start going. And we get to fucking SBI, and I'm telling you, the best fishing I've ever had. Every different, we caught fucking lingcod, we caught reds, we caught uh, halibut, we caught, um, I caught a black sea bass on a big-ass fucking, like, 80-pound black sea bass on a jig. Whoa. Just jig fishing. Yeah. And then the craziest fish that I caught w w was on that trip was, like, a 42-pound yellowtail. Which Whoa. Was, that was, that was, like. That's a huge fish. Dude, it's enormous. Yeah. And I, I mean, and yellowtail is probably my favorite fish to eat. Yeah, it's delicious. Just, like, sashimi that or, you oh. know, it up. Did you keep it all? Oh, yeah. That one we did. Yeah. I mean, that, we went all the way out there. And there was other guys. There was a guy that's, like, on my kind of slip where I keep my boat. Yeah. He's got, like, a, I don't know, 42-foot something. And he sees us out there. And he's like, what the fuck? How did you guys get here in this little fucking thing, you know? And then the way home. So anyway, that was like a, just That's a fun trip. But on the way home, dude, it was like hairy as fuck. Like, I don't know how we got back. Like, we were getting tossed around. Like, we'd go like, you know, we'd go like a mile, but we'd get pushed back from like the... It's called know. lumpy. That's yeah. what they call it. It's, oh, it's lumpy it, it out like here. It was like wind against current, so it was like a washing oh, machine. Oh, God. Dude, it was like... Were you worried about running out of gas? A little bit. I mean, I was just worried about fucking not making it. I'm like... Yeah, the, know, the ocean's like a that. powerful beast, man. And it could turn like that. It so can just like, turn in a second. Yeah, that was probably the craziest one because I was like, <sighs> man, we could just be fucking gone. And I'm looking at him, and he's like telling me shit. He doesn't even give a fuck. You know, he's like, he's he's just like nuts. Oh, if I die, I die. This is my life, you know. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I got things to do there, yeah. uh, crazy sailor. No, but he's, I mean, we're still friends and stuff. Oh. He's a little lunatic, crazy Maybe guy. start Poor to yeah, work him out of the roster. Um, <laughs> if, did you ever get in a situation where you get a, you're surrounded by seals out there? All the time. The, you they, know the, they destroy the fishing. The fish are scared if anybody d doesn't know this, but the seals are, I mean, they're super cute, but they, the fishermen hate seals. They like, follow the fishing boats. Exactly. And so they, when you're throwing like bait, if you're using sardines, they'll eat those, you know? So like if I ever see them around, we just stop throwing our baits in the water. Yeah. If you just wait like maybe 15 minutes, they leave if there's no food. Yeah. But we always keep like. If we're catching, like, you know, you have bycatch if you're trying to target, like, let's say, yellowtail. 
you might be catching some bass or some like bonita or something. Yeah. And so we keep a couple of those on the boat just in case you hook into like a yellowtail. Yeah. And the seal comes by because they eat your fish. Yeah, right. They'll just fucking take your fish off oh, your line. Oh, they're brutal. Snatch it. So you'll throw like bastards. A, a barracuda to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they're chasing your shit, you throw like a barracuda, they start eating that. Yeah. Diversion and food. Yeah, a little diversion. Yeah, they're they're annoying as hell. Um, but those guys do some crazy shit out there. Yeah, like yeah. Some of those guys that like on the on the cattle boats, like the big charter charter boats, you know. Oh yeah. Um, like the sport boats, they'll like throw fucking hot sauce in a sardine, you know, and throw it at one of them, and then they'll you know freak them out. I saw. I was on a boat once, and I swear the guy almost like pulled a gun out and was gonna shoot the damn seals. I, I'm sure they've done it before. I sure they have because they're you know, they're yeah. really annoying. Like they're, they're annoying for fishing, and also it ruins their business. You know, these guys yeah. will, like make their money doing that. Yeah. Like, they'll go to a spot, and then these these they learn that they're just gonna get fed. Yeah, you know, so they just follow the fucking boats. They stick to you like glue. Oh yeah, they're brutal. Um, speaking of critters, though, have you ever been attacked by a critter, like a dog? We're go- going back to dog just a little bit. You ever been attacked or bit by a critter? Have I been attacked by a dog? I don't think so. No, I don't think a do- I've been I've been stabbed by a stingray. There we like go. Stepped on one. There we go. Ocean format. Yeah. What happened? I want to hear this. I got stung by one. I stepped in it. I was surfing and I had like booties on, you know, like you wear booties with like elf suit. shoes. Yeah, kind of like elf shoes, but they keep your feet warm. And when it's cold, you know, Pacific Coast has colder water. Okay. So I'm in the water, so and you you're wear supposed slippers to slippers in the water. Yeah, a little slipper in the slipper in the sand, if you will. Okay. And you're supposed to do the stingray shuffle, where you just like move your feet, so like it'll like startle whatever yeah. stingray or some shits in the water. And I was doing that. But something happened where, like, you know, a wave came, and I stepped up. And just in that one step, I step on the fucking thing's tail, and it just, like, it, it, I feel it wiggle under my foot, and it goes, and it shoots that fucking barbed thing right into my foot. And it was one of the most painful things I've ever felt. So that was the one time oh, I got like attacked. Stepping on a nail. Yeah, oh, it was fucking horrible. And it was, like, the pain of that thing. And then, like, I, I, I had to get out of the water. I, was, I thought I could continue surfing or whatever, and then I get out, and it's still in my fucking foot. It's like an underwater crucifixion almost. Oh, it was, it was even worse, you know? You've read, have you read the Bible? Once. Right. But it was at a Motel 6, so I don't think it counted because the last six pages were gone. The burn marks. My bed sheet was the Shroud of Turin, which was really weird. <laughs> God, dude, why do you have to bring that up? But wait, so how deep in did the barb go? Dude, it went in like a half an inch or whatever. Oh, and then uh, I had to go to the, the whatever, the lifeguard tower, and they pulled it out, and then they put my foot in a warm, like a, a thing of warm water, like a little bucket they, of warm water. They didn't water. piss on it? No, I asked for him. Yeah, that's because you're supposed to pee on, or is that jellyfish? I think you're supposed to, yeah, pee on the face. And I asked him, I said, pull it out, piss on my face. And I was yelling at him. I was in such pain, Marlon. I was in pain. Yeah. I said, piss on my fucking face, Face. you piece of shit. Wow. And the guy just wouldn't do it. Huh. So I pull my own cock out. There I am trying to get a piss going. And, you know, when you step in the water, immediately you you alleviate yourself. So I couldn't get a piss going. And the guy's like, put your dick back in your pants. I said, get it out of my leg. Wow. It was a whole scene, dude. dude. So what do you say? An attack that was wild. That was one. That's I ended wild. up sleeping with both the lifeguards. No but, way. Yeah, that's a, uh, maybe for the next podcast. But wow, um, it was a crazy time, man. Were young, they, I was young. Yeah, you you were young and you were stung. I was young and stung. You're probably disoriented. Cut. Yeah, you know, you get stung with a stingray in the foot. Who knows what you're gonna do next? You never know, man. 
know, he's wild night with a couple lifeguards. Were they male or female lifeguards? They were um, both male. And so it was like a threesome? Well, if you include the uh, the skipjack. Oh, wow. Yeah. <sighs> One of them brought a skipjack. Can you believe that? Skipjack tuna. I didn't even think we had those. Anymore. That That's a fish? A yeah, skip it's a jack? fish. You catch them and not a very good eating fish. But one guy brought one. He's like, have you ever seen a skipjack? I said, what? So he threw that into the threesome? Yeah. Hmm. It was an interesting time in my life. Oily. Oily, bloody. Yeah. Yeah, they got a big bloodline. Smelly. Smelly. Where'd this happen? Where'd the... I can't get into that, Harlan. The threesome. I've got kids. You have kids? No. You have a dog? I do. It's like a kid. A wiener dog. Wiener dog that you can roll down a hill. God. You're sick. You're sick. Has anyone ever told you that? No. You're a very sick man. I know now. Very interesting, man. Yeah. Harlan's one of the only guys that I like, if anyone's ever at the comedy club, there's you and like maybe Brody was a guy that I'd make people watch, Brody Stevens. Oh, okay. God rest his soul, fucking funny guy. Brody, yeah. Man, I miss that guy. You, you know, it's funny, the Brody, I, I met him, I'd never seen him do stand-up, and then I finally saw him do it at the comedy store, and six months later he died. Like, oh, my God. He, he oh, that's killed himself. You, you met him? You met him I like met him. Time. I saw him perform once. I'd, I, so I'd, never, I'd heard about him. I saw him perform once. I go, oh, this guy's wonderful. Yeah. And then I talked to him. I said, "Hey, I introduced myself." And then six months later, he passed away. But I was, I've, I, I was glad I got to see him before. Oh, he was the best. Man. Were you like, close to him? I mean, we weren't super. I mean, yeah, I knew him for the whole time I was doing stand up. You know, hanging out every day and yeah. every night at the comedy at the comedy store. He was always there. But just uh, such a funny fucking guy. But anytime I'd go there, I'd like, and, and I was with somebody, I'd be like, you got to watch this guy. But you're like that too. That's what I was saying. But oh wow, thank I can't you. Wow. He killed himself after he met you. That's a uh, many do, many more will, more to come. Yeah, and more to go. Moment of silence for those that will go. Okay. Ah, dude, we got to talk hair now. Enough oh, with go. the fish and the freaking right. dogs. Let's. Let's get into the fucking hair. Let's get hair. into the meat of it, man. I'm growing mine out for a movie, actually. Are you serial? What yeah, movie? No, I'm not in the movie. I'm just uh, watching Godfather 3 next week. You, so you're growing sure your hair out? I long hair when I watch it, yeah. Oh, God. Rick, I did the joke for you, man. Rick Glassman. You know Rick Glassman. That's his favorite well, joke. Well, try to block him out as much as I do can. You? Yeah. You're a sick man. Yeah. Um, but did you get the salt and pepper thing? Do people use that term on you a lot? Uh, I guess people think I dye my hair. No, it looks it looks natural. Yeah, people think I. Uh, oh wow! Look at that. They think I dye it. I want it to be like yours though, like where it gets like you know, <laughs> white here. No, no, no! Hang on to it. Like you got the salt and pepper going. Yeah. I put. Um, I have the salt and pepper, and then I put mayonnaise. Um, no, I put herbs and spices. Eleven. I have the. I actually got the recipe for Kentucky Fried Chicken in my hair. The seasoning. Yeah, smells Curves great. Top. I like that. Yours yeah. looks good. You have good hair. You know, you, you don't. You're not going to lose your hair. They say if you have white hair. Really? Yeah, you're like a news broadcaster. What if I just saw a ghost? Then you. That's it, man. That's why my hair is white. I saw a ghost. Oh, look at this. 
What the fuck is that? That's my hair in a bag. I just cut it today. You keep your hair? No, but I wanted to show it to you because I cut it today. Let me see that. That's my hair. I cut it earlier. I cut my own hair. Looks like a fucking Weimaraner cut. <laughs> huh? A Weimaraner? I've seen a lot Isn't of hair. Isn't that a nothing, dog? Nothing like this. Isn't a Weimaraner a dog? This is a good quality. Right? Yeah. You could probably get some money for this. You mind if I hold on to it? You could have that if you want as a treat. I think I'm going to keep it, man. Do you mind? No, that's for you. <sighs> We're going to eat good today, boys. You know what you could do with that? You could probably make fish flies with it. You probably could. Old little fish flies. You want to hear a funny story about hair? So you, you've done the Montreal Comedy Festival, I right? Have, yeah. So years at Montreal Comedy Festival is like the biggest comedy festival in the world. According to you. <laughs> How does he know, you know, in the world? Come on. I'm sure there's something in Iceland that's bigger. But whatever, go on, go on. Um, hold on. Isn't it in the world? According to you. <laughs> okay. But you've done it. Sure. Did you love it? It was so fun. Yeah. The so, biggest in the world. <laughs> I think it is. Okay. I think it could be. Sure. But you think it's in Iceland? We don't know. The biggest comedy festival in the world in Iceland? I mean, it's you're saying it is, so we'll go with that. Okay. But um, the, the years ago, they decided to open like a comedy museum. Mm. And I used to have hair like as long as yours. And I thought, they said to me, they go, give us something we can put in the museum that's yours. And so I literally like pulled my hair back and cut the ponytail off put an elastic around it and put it in a bag like that and mailed them my ponytail. And I thought, oh, what a treat for them to have Harland Williams ponytail. Right. And then I never, they just laughed. They thought I was an idiot. And they didn't put it up? No, they thought it was a, a complete, like, stupid thing. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I'm going to send this in. <laughs> and I'll be like, hey, you didn't go for the ponytail. What about a little shorter trimmings? Because that could have yeah. been the problem if it was a yeah. little too long. You know, because yeah. those displays are only so big. Yeah. This could fit anywhere. What do people say about your hair, though? On the, like, what are the comments you get? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of girls say, oh, you have such good hair. Why you wear a hat all the time? And it's like, oh. I get that comment a lot. And then, and then people think you're bald when you wear a hat, you know? Why do you wear the hat all the time? And I'm not a girl, but I just, I'm sort of, now you got me thinking like a girl. Why do you have the hat? I, I wear the hat, to be honest, to keep my hair out of my face when I'm performing. Okay. And, um, and when I first started comedy, I had short hair. And then I just never was used to the long hair, and it was just easier. Like, I'm not going to wear a fucking ponytail, you know? I'm not, yeah. I'm not Harlan Williams. In the yeah. Well, I cut 80s. mine off, in all fairness, and yeah. mailed it somewhere. But, but you know, so then I just wear it, because when I'm performing, it would get in my face and stuff, you know? So Yeah. I do pretty, like... You go, it's quite the transition, I'm going to be honest. From like hat to no hat? Like hat, and then I'm going to just say it's got a real truck driver vibe, and then that's sort of like a model look. Is it? Like you, you go like from truck driver vibe to like... Model? Hot model type of guy. What There's are you that doing one. Later? Do it Well, I'm available if you have a truck. Like, I don't know if I want the winking part, but I'll... Go for a truck ride. Truck rides with Harlan. 
but there was a guy that was an actor. There was an actor back in like the 90s. P.B. Herman. No, no, he's like an Egyptian guy or something. And you sort of look like him. I think he was in um, Deuce Bigelow, maybe. And he was in he was in some a few movies, but he had he had that look, very handsome. Okay. Yeah, I'm just these are compliments, guy. Thanks, pal. Yeah. But it's a it's an interesting uh, transition. I'm sitting here with a bag of your hair. Yeah. Finally. I swear to God, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna put this on. I'm gonna put it on an offer up. Okay. You ever use that app? I just sold some tires on there. What is it? OfferUp. What What is Offer it? Up. It's an app where you could like sell and buy shit. Okay. You know, for the old Forerunner that I have. Yeah. Um, you can get parts there because it's hard to find stuff okay. online for the older cars. Yeah. So I um, I'm gonna put your hair up on there, <laughs> and I'll tell you exactly what I get for it. Really? Yeah. Bag of my hair. I'll huh? put your pictures and everything up there. Yeah. How much do you think it's worth? We don't know. We're going to find out. I'll start high, and then we'll, we'll keep going until they somebody buys it. For reals? Yeah. I'm fascinated to see how this goes. We'll see what's up. Wow. We'll see what the market is for a Harlan hair. It's so weird, because I just gave you a bag of my... I just gave you a bag of my hair as like kind of a freebie, as a gift, as a throwaway. And you, are you pissed that I'm flipping it? No, I'm excited. I'm, I'm flattered. I'm honored. And I'm really excited to see what... A bag of my hair, like can fetch. Wow, where do you where do you get a haircut, Pet Boys? No, I do it myself. Oh, you do. Okay. That's why I have the hair. I cut my own hair. What do you, you just do? You look in a mirror and you. Cut I your literally hair. have a pair of scissors, and I just I've gotten so good at. It, I just reach back without even looking. I cut the. I trim it. I've done it since I was twenty five. Are you serious? Yeah. You've probably saved thousands of dollars. I've saved thousands, but that wasn't the, the reason for it. No, the reason just... was I, I actually enjoy it. It's kind of therapeutic. And B, I was just sort of tired of barbers not getting it right. Are you good with other people's hair? I'm not going to answer that question. What if I gave you a crack at this mane? I could do something good with it, but I think it looks good as it is. I'd say I, I could beg to differ. You I want... think a Harlan cut would look nice. I could make it. I could cut it nice, but I'm telling you, it's a good look, guy. Like you got a real good thing going on. Cut my hair. Like if I was a fish, I'd just jump in your boat. Cut my hair. Cut my wife. God. Cut my hair. You don't want me to cut your hair, do you? God. Why that voice? Cut it off. So, I want to mix it with your hair. <laughs> you want to make, make a hair salad? Yeah, man. Oh, cut it up. I'm going to go get it cut, man. Are I'm you really? You. Yeah. Why don't you long, try doing so. it yourself? The fuck am I, an animal? It's fun. You're out of your fucking mind, Harlan. That's true. You cut your own hair. There's so many times where... Bag it up. Yeah, you'll say something, and I go, this guy's not for real. Yeah. Brody was like that, you know? Well, see, I could. you could toss this in your freezer. Why would I? Now, why would I do that? Because it's in a freezer bag. <laughs> why wouldn't you do it is the real question who doesn't want to watch football and have some frozen hair frozen hair sickles yeah i think i might just glue it to my dog he's kind of losing his hair yeah on his back legs i can have a harlan hound yeah believe it or not a harlan hound and i'll sell it to ripley's ripley's museum yeah there's one right by my house, Harlan's Holland Hound, believe it or not. <laughs> have you ever been in that place? I, I, I used to watch the show. The believe it, there's a Believe It or Not Museum in Hollywood. What's the biggest thing you didn't believe there? 
the cost to get in. It's like how much? Forty bucks to see a statue of someone that was like used to be the tallest guy in the world. They have that. Yeah. How tall is it? He's like almost eight feet tall. Yeah. Giant. Big boy. Yeah. Uh, but now I want to do something with you. You ready to do this thing? It's called Words from a Wooden Shoe. Okay. So here's it. here's how it works, Bro Safiosh. <laughs> Hit me with it. This is an authentic Dutch clog, okay? This is from Holland. And inside are words, right? Okay. And you look, you don't look in, but you just reach in and you pull a word and okay. see if it inspires a story or a memory from your life All right. that you can share with us. Okay. Words from a wooden shoe. Genocide. What? <clears throat> Why? Wh- Is that what it? No, nah, it's a shoplifting. Oh wow, they're close though. They're, they're sort close. of spelt the same. Shoplifting. Okay, Shit. this one this inspires a story. And okay. I have to bring it back to fishing. No, please. But I, I will. love the fishing. I love fishing. So before I could afford any like like fishing equipment and stuff like that, when we were younger, didn't have too much money for it. And yeah, uh, my brother and I used to like to fish. Okay. And we would just go to like the local like little ponds and lakes and stuff, you know, and like just scrounge up whatever little gear, little trout rod we could to go yeah. fish some bass or carp or whatever it was in that was in that little pond and um we would i hate to say this but shoplifting we would go to like there's a big five or was it no it was a kmart kmart or big five one or the other was whatever. it a, amir kmart amir kmart that's that's the last name and we would like shoplift little lures and jigs and so that's oh, wow. yeah and just just so uh we could have something to fish with you really love fishing. I did. You'd steal the fish. Steal to fish. That's a, my first special. Steal the fish. Steal to fish. Did so you ever fish. get caught, though? Did you get caught we stealing? We were pretty good at it. I don't know. We were, like, young. You know, so young. I uh, mean, that's not the easiest thing to steal. You're shoving fish hooks in your pockets. Yeah, but they're in cases. You know, they're, like, little well, plastics. Or they? Think, I mean, in the, the, the big scheme of things, I don't think they were worried about little kids shoplifting hooks. You know? Yeah. Okay. Why didn't you just shoplift a damn fish? Did you ever shoplift? Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what did you shoplift, Harold? Oh, God. Well, in Canada, when you're a kid, right? Yeah. You had the winter, so you had mittens. You'd wear these big, fluffy mittens. And when you go into a store, you took them off. But meanwhile, they're like the perfect like tube to shove a chocolate bar down. Uh-huh. So you'd go up to the chocolate bar thing. Oh, look at the lovely Snickers bar. <laughs> shove it down your mitten and just walk out. So I'd, I'd steal little snacks and treats. Nice. Not proud of it. I am. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you for doing that. For yeah, man, you're just a kid. You know, yeah. you don't know any better. You got chocolate mitt hands. <laughs> yeah. Fending off fucking moose attacks. It's a thing, you know? Yeah. You're Canadian, yeah. you know? You yeah. immigrated over here. Do you feel more Canadian or do you feel more American? I think it's, you know, home is always where the heart is. Yeah. So I, I think... Which is in... Which is in... I, I, feel, I think I feel more like... I, I feel Canadian because that's where I grew up and I was born. Right. I mean, I definitely feel like I live in America because that's where I live, but... I don't know. I think no matter where you're born, where you're from, you, you have like kind of this connection to it. What about you? So you're more connected to Canada, you're saying? 
I don't know. It's tough because I've been... Where do you feel more at home? Like, when you land in Canada, do you go, oh, God, thank God I'm home? Or when you get here, like, honestly, I came here when I was five years old from Iran. Yeah. Straight from Iran to Southern California. No English. Wow. No English. No English at all? No, I learned how to speak English, Harlan, by mimicking the kids in my neighborhood. I'd watch them talk. I had a fucking Mexican accent for the first three years. No. I swear to God. Wow. And I think for me... I, I'm very proud of my heritage. I love yeah. Iran. I love, yeah, of uh, course. you know, everything about it. Yeah. Um, but I feel American, you know? So yeah. that's one thing, and I deal with that a lot because I'm not, I'm one of very few Iranian comics. Yeah, how many know? are there? Probably like a handful, five, maybe. Wow. You know, Maz, Max. Yeah. Tehran, there's a few of us. There's yeah, just yeah. Nima, you know, I can name him. Nima? Nima Naz, he's another one, a young comic, very yeah. funny. Very few. Iranian comics. Yeah. Yeah. But you feel more American. I though. feel more American, and yeah. that's the little conundrum, which is my last, last name. name. And it's just because I get a lot of messages because people want me to be maybe more Iranian than I am. And it's like, that's not my experience. That's weird. You know what I'm saying? They're like, well, talk about this. Do that. Please do this. I'll do that. But that's not my experience. Yeah. You know, that's so a weird pressure to be under. It's a little bit of a pressure, but you know, I try to do my thing and not worry about it too much. Kind of like you, you know, I'm sure you get a bunch of Canadians going talk about the moose attacks. No, where? What city are you from? Toronto. Oh, that all makes sense. Now. Yeah, there's no moose. In I thought you were like a Calgary Edmonton guy. No, that's west. That's okay. Western Canada. Yeah, yeah, I know where it is. But uh, I thought that's like Middle Canada. No, that's like the Texas of Canada. Uh, what, Toronto? Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, Toronto's the east, and then you got Vancouver on the west, and then you got the Calgary's and Edmonton's in the middle, no? No, they're sort of west. They are still west. Yeah, yeah, okay. they're, that's considered west. Alberta. Alberta. I got, a, I got fucking pulled over in Alberta, boy. What'd you get pulled over for? Dude, I got a rental car, and these guys don't play around a little, what do they call them, the Mounties? The Royal Canadian Mounted Royal Police. Right, and I was on Queen Elizabeth's Express Highway. or getting Oh, the QEW, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Queen Elizabeth's Royal Highway. Yeah, what happened? Dude, I got a fucking rental car. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm in town for a minute. I got to. Yeah. And I think I was doing a trip from like Edmonton. I was doing some gigs there, and then I was going to Calgary, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. it's right over there. I'll just shoot They're like on. three hours apart. Dude, I thought it was way closer. On a map, yeah. it looks closer. And I was yeah. like, oh, and then how I got there. And so, Red Deer's in the middle. Yeah, Red Deer's in the middle. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done a gig there, but I remember passing through. Yeah. So well. I get the car, and I'm fucking driving. I go, what are the rules? What are the rules? I know how to drive in the States. Let me just give it a crack. Yeah. Here. So I'm driving. I get in the car. Not even fucking two seconds into having the goddamn rental car. Yeah. I get pulled over by this fucking Royal Mountie Police, Mountie Mountie, whatever you call it. Royal them. Canadian Mounted Police. Whatever the fuck their names are. Well. Very nice guy. They're mounted. Well, they're royal. They're police. They're police. And so he came up, the most Canadian you can come up. You know, sorry, oh. sorry. He came oh. up with the, with the apology. He apologized, yeah. He yes. goes, sorry, sorry. And I, because yeah. I had fucking missed my turn to get on the expressway. Okay. So what do you do when you miss a turn, Harlan? U turn. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. Very and welcome. He's hitting the right very answer. Very welcome. So I do the fucking U turn. Yeah. I don't understand that in, in this, whatever the fucking area that I'm in, there's no U turns. And, Oh, and I, yeah. you know, because the navigation told me to make a fucking U-turn, so I make a U-turn. Right, right. And so the guy goes, uh, you know, you know why I pulled you over? I was like, I have no idea. Like he goes, well, you made a U-turn. I said, well, you're not allowed. He's like, not in this province. The I, only place U-turns are really legal are on Sesame Street. That's what I've heard. 
But anyways, what happened? So is that a thing that they're not ille- they're illegal there? Or they're illegal. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So how the fuck do you even know the expression a U-turn? Well, because it's illegal to make them. So they say, don't make a U-turn. It's illegal. Uh, so in general, in Canada, it is illegal. It's illegal. So he, he tells me, and, I, and I, he goes, uh, you know, it's a, not in this province. I go, I go, what do you mean? You don't make U-turns? He goes, we all kind of know where we're going. Come on so now. He said that to me, bro. And I'm trying to get out of a ticket. So I start going, <laughs> <laughs> I start laughing. Like, I'm, you know, I want to, I yeah. want to like laugh at his joke. Yeah. I go, <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then he goes, well, I go, oh, I, I had no idea. I'm sorry. I'm from the States. You know, he's like, oh, okay. And he sees my ID. And he goes, oh, Los Angeles, okay. Would you come for the weather? Another joke, because it's brutal. It's so cold at this time of year. And Looks I go, like you found your opening eye. I go, oh. so I laugh even more at this fucking joke. Yeah. I'm trying to get out of this ticket. Yeah. And then he goes, then he goes, well, what's going on? I go, well, the, the navigation told me to make a U-turn. Yeah. And then he goes, well, if the navigation told you to drive off a bridge, would you? Oh, dude, I wow. fucking go, <laughs> I start laughing even more. Yeah. And the guy's like, this guy's fucking insane. And he goes, hey, pal. He goes, don't worry. He's like, you know, I understand. And he goes, uh, but before you go, I got a little souvenir for you. Oh, here we go. This fucking guy goes to the car, gets me a ticket, gives me a ticket. Oh, he didn't bring you French toast? No, I thought he was going to give me a bottle of maple syrup and I'd be on my yeah. way. Yeah. Not the case, Harlong. <sighs> you don't mind if I call you Harlong. No, right? I love it. That's French. That's the French yeah. Canadian saying of Harlong. 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 Yeah. Harlong Wayon. Hello, William. S'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. C'est long, s'il vous plaît. So now, what happens next? Did you, bro? So I'm blowing the guy. You had a hair dryer in your car. Yeah, plugged into the, you know, the little the, cigarette lighter. The cigarette lighter. Thank you very much. So I start blowing him, and he and, I, and he goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" I said, "I heard that if you blow the officer, you get out of tickets." And he goes, "You heard wrong." He said, "Where'd you hear this from?" I said, "There's these two lifeguards." And I told him that whole fishing story mm-hmm. that I told you. And then the the, the stingray that, that hit yeah. me. And so, you know, we we talked for a little bit, and that's it. He, and you know what he did? He what? did tell me. He goes, he goes, you know what? If you're not going to drive around here, if you don't plan on getting a driver's license in this province, don't worry about the ticket. Don't pay it. Yeah. But I couldn't. I, I was like, I don't want to fucking come to do gigs, so I paid the ticket anyway. Oh. You know, because I didn't want to be, like, yeah. getting there and trying to get a rental car, and then you yeah. get jammed up again. So I, it was, like, 180 bucks or something. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. For a U-shape? For a U-shape. I didn't I didn't know that that was a thing, though. You guys can't make U-turns. Yeah. Imagine that, 180 bucks just to go like that. Yeah. And it was, like, it was, like, so, it was right after I got out of the fucking rental car, like, the garage, literally. You should have said to him, you said, I didn't make a U-turn officer. I did a rainbow turn. And then see what he said. Because rainbow turns, they're gay. Racist. Racist and gay. gay. But right, because they're pretty much the same shape. I would say so. Yeah, U-turn. When he goes, sir, you just made a U-turn. He goes, no, no, no. I just made a rainbow turn, sir, officer. Why would you say it like that, though? Because you're doing the, the gay pride thing associated with the rainbow. Because rainbows uh, are gay. Rainbows are gay. But yous aren't. Yous are not gay. Yous so are straight. Ra- rainbows are... Yeah, that, and, and if they say that, oh, you can't do a rainbow turn, you could actually have a case in court right. and say you guys are... Discriminated. Gay bashers. Gay basher, yeah. Right. That makes sense. It's like, I just did a rainbow, sir, and you're a gay basher. Um, is that how they talk? The gays, the Canadian, no Canadian gays. 
No, I just did a rainbow turn, Officer A. Harlong Williams. Harlong Williams. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. I have done a few podcasts. Yeah. This one? Yeah. This one in particular. Oh, no. Is up there. It is? It's just up there with the, like, I've... I've, you know, there's times where I feel like we got our footing. Yeah. And there's other times. Yeah. Where we are all fucking wild, man, man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I feel like you're, you have that relationship with a lot of people. Like you don't, you never know when, when you're. <laughs> what? Like even watching your act, you know, you're like, ma'am, could you not do that? You know, like that. It's so funny. Yeah. So wait, you don't think we got our footing? We got a footing. Oh, good. When you start talking about fishing with me, you got both your footing. You got pudding. You, <laughs> you got, got pudding in a waiter suit. Yeah, dude. You got a set of waiters? I got hip waiters, yeah. They they only go to the hip, huh? I could you want I can lend them to you if you want. For Colorado? Yeah. All right. Really? Yeah, they might come back with some stains. I mean, if I had some hip waiters, I'd lend them to you. Right, you don't have, you were just saying. If yeah, you if have. I had some, I'd, I'd lend them to you. It's all good. Um, you mind if I, if I just check your like closet to see if you got any? I don't have closets. Okay. Yeah, I just, I got one of those places at home where I, di- I, I didn't want closets because there's too many skeletons. I'm right. not a big fan of, if I want skeletons, I'll put my clothes in the graveyard. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of you know, rectangle-shaped places with Bones in it, and I'll hang my stuff in there. I don't need no pun intended, huh? No dogs in there playing dead. No pug intended. Pug lug. Would you pull one one thing out of there and see if you get inspired by a story? I know this isn't my podcast. You want I'd me love, to do it? I'd love for you. This to This has never been done on the Harlan Highway. I'm glad we have a first. All right. Well, let's let's do it. I won't look. I've never Harlan gentlemen. See what I got here, guy. Oh, wow. Trip and fall. Mm. Trip and fall. What comes to mind? (laughs) Have I ever tripped and fell? I'm trying to think. God. I honestly don't know if I have the one thing I picked. Everybody's tripped and fell. You have to have tripped and fell. Or maybe, you know, I've been on a mushroom trip and did something where you fell or... Oh, I, I got a great story. Okay. So <laughs> I was at Burning Man one year. Sure. And <laughs> the biggest comedy festival. <laughs> right? I, I went to Burning Man, and uh, I, was, I was with this family. I went with this family, right? This, this hot girl and her sister and the sister's friend, and the father came. He was this older guy. Okay. And the father decided to get, like, be naked the whole time, like 24-7 pretty much. He was naked in front of his daughters and everything. And then one night we just decided to go out hiking and stuff. And um, some people probably smoked a little weed, not me, but the people I was with. Sure. And uh, and we came on a, up on a fire. There were some people standing in the middle of the desert in front of a big bonfire. And um, for some reason, this this father guy, he was like, 
walking in front of us and he tripped and he just sort of like lurched in front of us like he didn't go down but he was one of those almost perpetual falls like he just kept kind of going and going biting up a staircase yeah like it went way too long right and not me but the people i was with were a little high yeah and it was just one of those things that triggered us and we just laughed like we couldn't stop laughing for about 45 minutes this guy just dick out and all no he was clothed at that point oh i thought he was naked he was naked for most of it but for this point he had his clothes on but he just did this lurchy kind of thing, and it just for some reason it that made got me you going. Yeah, it just made that's, me. That's a great story. Yeah. I thought for that. That for is that. good because I, I was thinking, have I ever tripped and fell? And I couldn't think of one, but this guy was hilarious. Um, buddy, before we go, will you please tell the folks where they can see you on tour? Amir's an amazing fucking comic here. Okay, well, thank you, Marlon. Yeah, and uh, also you do. Um, do you do acting as well? I do some acting. Yeah. Like, can where can they go? Can they go to your website? Can they go to yeah, your they can social go to, media? They can go to my website. All my social media is at Amir Comedy. So okay, uh, you can just find me at amircomedy.com for my tour dates. I'll be in uh, Los Angeles. I got the improv coming up, doing my hour there. I usually oh, do that wow. once a month. Um, I got Colorado coming up. I don't know when you're going to put this out, but I got Colorado, Fort Collins. I got. Minneapolis coming up. I got Chicago coming up. Damn. I have uh, some East Coast dates. I can't think, but just go to AmirComedy.com yeah. and you can find it there. And then Instagram, at AmirComedy. Yeah, I yeah, post yeah. clips all the time. So You do? Okay, yeah, you good. Go, go on there and check it out. Dude, thank you for coming on the Harlem but Highway. Yeah, Pro- do, you wanna, a good time. do you want to put the phones back on? Because I'm going to hit the theme oh, yeah, music again. Get, let's hear the theme music. Ladies and gentlemen, Amir K. We don't know his last name. We don't want to know it. You're never going to find out. And this has been the Harlan Highway Podcast. Buddy, thank you so much. Buddy, I had a blast. Thank you for thank having you. me. Thank we you. Thank you. We got to go fishing. Happy soon. fishing and enjoy the hair. Thank you. We'll so see much. how much you get. And uh, folks, thanks for being here. Amir K. Check him out. Go see him do stand up. Go to his social media. Go to his stand up shows. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs>